Maximize Your Influence is your podcast for the latest persuasion, sales, and negotiation techniques. Our mission is to help you influence on command, anyone, anytime, anywhere. Your host is the author of Persuasion IQ, Laws of Charisma, and the best-selling book, Maximum Influence. Now, your host, Kurt Mortensen. Hello and good to have you back. Podcast 338 here, Kurt Morrison with Maximize Your Influence, where we take a deep dive on the world of persuasion, motivation, influence, negotiation, self-persuasion, and leadership, the things we should have learned in school. Hope things are going well for you. It's been a big coaching week for me, finishing up on some consulting and some coaching, and hey, got a few spots left. If you want to coach with us, let's see if we're a good fit. The first one's always free and with me. A, to see if it's a good fit, B, to prove my worth, C, to see if you want to coach with me, or a certified persuasion coach. Send us an email at Kurt, K-U-R-T, at MaximizeYourInfluence.com. Of course, MaximizeYourInfluence.com is the place to take your free Persuasion IQ assessment, get the free book, Maximum Influence. That's a new edition. Pick up a little shipping and handling. And of course, find out more about our advanced training at Influence University. Remember, the key here is just to get a new tool a week because most people only use three, four, five, maybe six persuasion tools. Let's get more tools in your toolbox. Quit trying to chop down that tree with a hammer. Sure, you can do it. Sure, you're persistent. Sure, you're dedicated. But hey, there's better tools. Hello, chainsaw, stick a dynamite backhoe. We've got other options here. Get more tools. And that's why you're here. But tell your family, friends, and enemies to get more tools. It'll make the world a better place instead of everyone using force and coercion and manipulation. Not the best tools. So let's dive into our geeky scholarly article. This comes from Psychology Today, Dr. Whitmore, the University of Massachusetts, and the Journal of Current Psychology. This is about different ways we communicate when you can't see their face. Now, if you've been living in a cave, you probably don't know there's a coronavirus out there and everyone's wearing a mask and was requiring it. People are getting beat up in stores because they're not wearing a mask. People refusing to wear a mask because it's against their liberties. Well, they say it's good because you don't touch your face. Who knows? Someday we'll figure out the truth. So let's back up and talk about these masks. And it's kind of weird because we can't see their whole face. We want to see their face. What are they covering up? Are they smiling? Are they smirking at us? Are they sticking their tongue out at us? Are they mad? Are they happy? What are they feeling? It's hard when you talk about emotional intelligence and reading faces that this is holding us back. In fact, let me add to this, your ability to read facial expressions and emotions, a big part of your success in life. They did a study with college students and they showed them different pictures, different emotions. And those that were able to peg the emotion, also known as EQ or emotional intelligence, made more money, had better jobs, stayed married longer, had better relationships. So hello, there's something really important here. But now we can't because of these masks. I've even seen people draw smiles on their masks. I don't know if it's because they like the Sharpie fumes throughout the day or it's just a lot of fun. Uh, probably the second one. But I thought that was a lot of fun when people put smirks and smiles on their mask. At least they're doing something. Whether they're frowning or not, we think they're smiling. So a study done in 2020 also showed us that we can judge emotions through the eyes. And where people were looking at faces when they were covered up and just looking at the eyes, they could gauge three emotions, angry, happy, and sad, just from the eyes. So that's the first thing, is look at their eyes. And let me add, if they're truly smiling, you can see it in their eyes. 
And there's this automatic information contained in the eyes. It can't be controlled. It's one of those micro-expressions. And you've heard it before, the eyes are the window to the soul. Because you can't control the width of your pupils or even your tears. And so look at the eyes. You can tell a lot through the eyes. And so if the mask is there and you want to see some emotions, focus on the eyes. The second one they talk about is the eyebrows, but also the positioning of the eyebrows. So in this study, they doctored photos and covered up some of the face so you could only see the eyes and the eyebrows. And they adjusted the width of the eyebrow and the positioning of the eyebrow. You see, when we're angry, your eyebrows form a V, but when you're happy, they bend upward toward the top of your head, almost like an upside-down U. So sad eyebrows form an upside-down V. So even though your mouth is hidden by this mask, your eyebrows still can help you read the emotion. And final one we have, which is very powerful, is body language. Look at their posture. Look at their hands. Learn to read this body language. Let me add some things you're looking for. If their feet are pointed away from you or the shoulders are pointed away from you, you're not connecting. If their eyes are not smiling with their mouth that you can't see, probably being insincere and fake. Are they folding their arms? That could mean they're, they're distancing from you. Lack of eye contact. They keep playing with their phone, looking at their watch. Whatever it is, you can read their body language. That tells you a lot also. But the key... And this is what I teach in Detecting Deception. You want to know more about reading body language and detecting deception? Go to the archives. It's free at InfluenceUniversity.com. In fact, the 10 Cow Mistake videos are also free there. You can get the free membership at InfluenceUniversity.com. The archives are there for free too. Check out Detecting Deception. And the key is this. You're looking for clusters. Just because their feet are pointed away from you doesn't mean they're disinterested. Just because their eyes aren't smiling doesn't mean they're disinterested. Just because they're folding their arms doesn't mean they're disinterested. Just because they keep playing their phone doesn't mean they're disinterested. But if you see all of those, known as clusters, then you're probably disinterested. So think about it. I know it bothers you not to see their face, but there's other things that you can read because I doubt you're going to get them to take their mask off unless you know them really, really well and you don't have a temperature. All right, let's do a Persuasion Ninja. And that's going to lead us into our content for the day. So with a little extra time doing some repairs around the home, I actually enjoy doing that, fixing things up. Had to go buy some driver screws, if you know what those are. And I was looking at my different options at the hardware store, and wow, that place is packed. So much for social distancing. And I looked at the size I wanted, and there's this new brand. It was on sale. They looked good, guaranteed. But it didn't have your standard and what's known as a Phillips screw. Looks like kind of a plus. It was using more of a hex key type thing or a star type configuration. And my brain goes to, I think I have that piece on my driver. Where is it? I think I know where it is. Do I know where it is? But then look, I looked at the package. It was included inside. Didn't have to look for it. Got as a freebie. It was a bonus. Didn't have to pay for it. Didn't have to look for it. Didn't have to think about it they get the Persuasion Ninja. Why? Because they made it easy. They made it simple. They solved my objection before it got too far. That's the Ninja. And that's what we're talking about today is making it as easy as possible. The Persuasion Easy Button. Now, you've probably seen the Easy Button around. We've got to give credit to Staples for coming up with that. That's awesome. It's easy. You hit the button, you go. And as a persuader, as an influencer, as a manager, as a salesperson... The easier you make it for them, especially during the call to action, 
the easier it is to persuade them. Let's do a case study together, right? See if you can peg this. Walking into a Gold's gym, getting ready to work out. I was in a different city. I was traveling. And as I walked in to the left was the powder potion smoothie guy. I smiled. He didn't smile back. Puzzled, I walked over and I said, how are things going? He's all, not very well. I'm like, really? Why not? He says, well, sales aren't very good. I expected a lot more sales. And I found out he was pretty new there. And of course, he paid for that space. And so he had to turn a profit. I said, well, look, you know, make me a smoothie. I'll give you a few techniques to double your sales, maybe even triple. He's all done. And he made me a smoothie. Now, that's pretty inexpensive for advice or coaching or consulting. But I wanted to help him out. So think about it. What would you do as a persuader, as a persuasion coach? Because that's how you become a better persuader is learning how to become a persuasion coach and monitoring other people and telling them how to improve and what to do and what not to do, what would you recommend? Hmm. So let's talk about a few of those things. Now, the very first one that's glaring at all of us is, hello, a smile. Nobody wants to talk to a negative, pessimistic, frowning person, especially when you're in retail like that. You want someone to smile. We know in retail, a smile increases sales 20%. So a smile alone, that's contagious, disarming, will get more people to be around you. That's the first one. Another one is providing free samples to prove your worth. That's a big one now, offering things for free. That makes it easy. Well, let's try it. Let's do it. That's why I always coach clients free. The first one's free. Let me prove my worth. You should be doing the same thing. That can get people in the world. That's easy. Oh, all right. It's free. So the samples is a good one, but then it's not that easy. Think about it. This is human nature. You have to decrease the distance. You have to make it as easy as possible. You just worked out. You walk, oh, smoothie, that sounds good. But your purse, your wallet's out in the car. It's in your locker. Does that extra step hurt persuasion, influence, and sales? Absolutely. Now, logically, you know that going to the car, getting the wallet, the purse is not a big deal. But that extra step destroys sales. So I said, look, get them on account. Maybe they can order it on the way in. It's ready for when they're done. You bill their account once a month. They don't have to have their purse or wallet. Make it simple, made it easy. And that made all the difference in the world. Make it as easy as possible, as simple as possible. Ever heard of Amazon One Click? That is kind of scary. In One Click, you've bought it. They've charged you. They've wrapped it. They've shipped it. It's done in one click. Why? Because we know on the internet, and think about your internet site, for every place you take it, for every step they have to do, for every field they have to fill out, it decreases compliance. For every page they have to go to, decreases what you want them to do. You have to make it as simple, as fast, as easy as possible. That's why free car washes for fundraisers make more money than the paid ones. Oh, it's free. It's easy. Support it. You don't have to think about the money. It's done and done. What about that long line at Starbucks? Oh, whatever. It's not worth it. I know I get stuck in any line. I'm like, oh, whatever. I don't want to do it. Now, there's some science to social validation and social proof and having a line. There's a time and place for that. But when people are busy and it's a little way too long and you don't want to wait and there's something across the street that you could do it 10 times faster, you got to take a look at that. Simple, easy, and fast. Remember, you want to hit the easy button. might seem easy to you to fill out the 10 forms because you've done it a thousand times, but is it easy to them? Especially now, we want it easy, we want it fast, we want it delivered to us, we want it now, we don't want to wait. And I'm part of that trend. Sat down the other day to watch a little TV, couldn't find the remote, not worth it, I left. Because <laughs> I want it easy. I want it. 
How can you watch TV without a remote? I'm not going to stand up every time I need to change a channel. And I don't even know if you could do that anymore. You have to have the remote. Simple, easy, fast. That is what you're looking for. How can you simplify this process to them? So think about it. How can you decrease the distance? Someone has to go to reach your objective. That's what you want them to do. Your task is to make it easy and as simple as possible. So you need to decrease the mental, social, or physical distance they need to travel, what they need to do to be persuaded. For example, it's easier to get someone to take a sample of a product than to get them to buy. That's why a lot of companies lose money on the first order, that foot in the door. It's easier to get someone to test drive a car than to convince someone to buy a car. You see, it's easier to get someone to agree to a five-minute meeting to discuss a larger project that you want their help than to ask them to participate in that three-hour, that five-day, that one-year project. Bring it down to something a little smaller, a little easier, so you can at least start the persuasion project. When you start too big, too much, you never get a chance to start the persuasion process. You see, when you get someone to start something, it's more likely they will follow through and complete your desired outcome. The more involved they become, the less psychological distance between the start and the finish. That desired outcome becomes more and more realistic instead of just an idea you are proposing. If you get yourself to put on your shoes to go to the store, and then you get your coat and find your keys, each step increases the chances you're going to get to the store or get them to go to the store. On the other hand, if you sit down and turn on the TV or, or get on the internet or start dinking on your phone, then it's much harder to get those first steps done. So here are a few things to think about, a few things you can do to decrease the distance to use the easy persuasion button. Number one, maybe eliminate some of the steps. Maybe you could combine the steps so it doesn't look so big, so intimidating. Of course, the steps look easy in your mind. You do it all the time. But maybe instead of five steps, make it two steps, maybe three steps. Combine some of the steps. Maybe delete some of the steps. Make it simple. The second one, maybe make the first step easier. Making it free, maybe a free estimate, a free coaching session. The first audio is free. Like I do with InfluenceUniversity.com. There's a free membership. You get in, you get the archives, you get the 10-week program. You can provide a gift. Make it more enticing. Maybe you need to come to them. How can you make that first step easier? Maybe show them they're further along than they think in the process. You've seen those progress bars with your 45% complete. Especially on a survey and a poll, you're like, oh, geez, how many more pages are there? Let them know they're almost done. They're complete. Now, that could hurt you, too. If you ask them 100 questions, you're like, 2% complete. But show them progress that they're almost there. They're getting close. How about providing a guarantee? Guarantees are powerful things that you could do. A guarantee, a warranty, a personal promise. And only use these when they're sitting on the fence. They're close. And so they have to say, oh, I've got everything to gain and nothing to lose. That alone will double your sales. A great guarantee. And we'll talk more about this on the YouTube channel, Maximize Your Influence. How to create a perfect guarantee. How that will double your sales when you do it the right way. But a guarantee, a personal promise, a warranty when they're sitting on the fence can be a powerful thing. Next one to think about is how can you make it faster? The checkout faster, the presentation faster. I'm telling you, attention spans are all-time low. And if you lose them, they're not listening. You can't persuade them. You can't sell them. How can you make it faster? That could be your clothes. That could be the questions. That could be your survey. Whatever it is, how can you make it faster for them to get into your world? So think about this. Decrease the distance. This also includes psychological distance. Remember, if your prospect can't see themselves doing it, they're never going to do it. You have to create it mentally in their mind 
They have to see it in their mind before they'll do it physically. You have to create that vision. They have to see themselves doing it. You've solved their problem. They're moving on. They're enjoying the benefits. You have to paint that picture to where they can see themselves doing it. So they are mentally enjoying the benefits. Because if you don't do that, when you don't build a vision, they get stuck on worry, which is a form of fear. They get stuck on fear. What if it doesn't work out? What if I look dumb? What if I lose money? What if I'm getting screwed? What if they're taking advantage of me? They get stuck on that when you don't build that vision. They can't see themselves doing it mentally. Now, one way to overcome that is what I call the what if method. It goes something like this. So let's take a look at our projections. And you're going to build how you're going to solve their challenge. So you're going to get past that problem. You'd say something like, look, with this solution, you can make an extra $500,000 this year. And the solution only costs $50,000. Now, if you can see in their brain, they're not buying it. There's too much distance in their brain. Maybe it's too big, too much. Even though it's real, it's true. It might not be true to them. It might be too big to them. What you need to do is say, look, what if we only did 20% of our projection? Did you catch the what if there? Then you would say, your problem is solved, you're sleeping better at night, and your company still makes $50,000. So you've painted a picture, worst case scenario, it's still solving their problem, they're still making money, they're still moving forward. You're getting past that fear, you're decreasing the psychological distance, they can move on, and you've persuaded them. And final one to think about... And this is opposite what I talked about earlier is maybe micro steps. Now, I love it when you're combining the steps, you're making it simple. But if a step's too complicated, can you simplify one of those steps? Because when a brain gets overwhelmed, it shuts down. So again, I want you to make the steps simple and easy. But if it's too big, too much, that also could shut them down. So maybe some micro steps within a step. Or if you only have a couple steps now, maybe adding a third step to simplify it. Or especially if you're asking someone to do something, you're trying to persuade them to help you do something. It's too big, it's too much on the time. Maybe break it down to smaller pieces. Because we know we've talked about it before. It's easier to persuade someone in three simple steps than one big step. So look at your steps. Again, I want as few as possible, but if they're too big, too much, maybe some micro steps within the step, or especially trying to persuade someone to do a project or to help you out with something, asking them a little bit at a time is always more persuasive than one big ask. As soon as foot in the door... That also can be found in the podcast archives. Thanks for listening today. Make sure you take something, at least one thing that I talked about today, apply it and use it. Get another tool in your toolbox. If you have any questions, again, it's Kurt at MaximizeYourInfluence.com. Anything you need from products and services, also at MaximizeYourInfluence.com. We're also at YouTube, Spotify, and Facebook under Maximize Your Influence. Hit like, hit subscribe. Again, tell your family, friends, and enemies about learning about persuasion, influence, how it makes a huge difference in every aspect of your life because everything you want in life is on the other side of persuasion and influence. So master these skills, become a better negotiator, better influencer, and always persuade with power.